tours with horses. You may have seen videos of dogs or cats pushing buttons that speak out loud in English. My name is Carmen and that's what I'm doing only with my horse. I've been surprised and excited and delighted by what Lyra has said so far and it makes me look forward to the future. Who knows what can happen when we give a voice to our horses. Well, it has not even been a month and here I am again. I'm here because I just have some news that I just had to share. So uh, Lyra has pressed a new button and I've got some social media stuff to talk about. So super fun and that's why I'm back so soon. It hasn't even been a month. So I'm calling this words of disgust because there is a little bit of a disgusting element though it's, it's not terrible, but maybe, you know, if you're eating, maybe pause and finish eating before you carry on. Um, so to recap, I've got to recap some things before I can talk about this new button that Lara pressed. Uh, back a few episodes ago, around late November, I mentioned that I wanted to introduce the word yuck, and I did give her the yuck button. I had been reinforcing yuck verbally by saying yuck whenever she spit something out or got something in her mouth she didn't want. And then I trained her with the button by offering her bits of cucumber and she does not like cucumber. I'm well aware of this. And so I would say yuck and I would push the button for yuck. So she had never pressed yuck herself. Anyway, so that was a while ago and I hadn't really modeled the button in like months, I feel like. And here we are at spring and things are growing again and her fur is getting a little thinner. Um, she sheds so much. She sheds like a whole entire horse, I swear. And her fur is getting nice and sleek again. Um, but she has this kind of disgusting problem with her tail. So Lyra is a curly horse, and curly horses are kind of notorious for having really short, uneven, uh, kind of broom tails, and they don't get all nice and long and flowy like you think of horse tails in, uh, in classic movies, TV photographs. They just have kind of short uh, tails with tons of uneven fur. Well, some of this uneven curly fur gets stuck in her anus. Yeah. So, um, I, last year, I realized that I needed to do something about that. And I found a way to put some French braids down each side of her tail and then tie them together in the back. And it actually made a nice, cute braid in her tail. And that keeps it all nice and neat and clean. Well, um, I need to give Lyra a bath before I can really do that this year, and it's still getting below freezing at night. I'm like, where is our spring? It is just still cold and occasionally windy and rainy and nasty, and I don't have like a warm water wash rack that I can lead her into to give her a bath. We've got the garden hose and whatever buckets of warm water I can bring out to her. And that, In fact, I haven't even hooked the garden hose back out yet because I pull it in for the winter. So that's just not on the menu just yet to give her a bath. But I've been gently removing the tail hairs from where they don't belong. And when I've been doing this, I say, yuck, tail, yuck. So I've done that maybe two, maybe three times over the past week. It's not like something I do every single day. 
just when I think about it or notice it or she kind of angles her rear end toward me for some scritches and I realize that she's got maybe a little bit of an issue. So the other evening I went out to feed her. I think it was Sunday. It was just a couple nights ago and she was angling her rear end toward me for scratches and I was like okay but we should be using your buttons for this because I don't really like her getting her rear end into my space and pushing the buttons would be a much more polite way to ask for scratches so I led her over to the shed and like do you want to push a button do you want scratches you want tail scratches and she was like yeah I don't want to push a button and this is this is typical I've talked about this before she doesn't necessarily always like pushing a button right away and so sometimes I'll walk around and then ask one more time, but I never ask more than twice. Sometimes I'll just model what, what I think maybe she wants and push that, or I'll just say no and walk away out of the shed and we'll do something else. But when I asked her to push a button again, she totally blew my mind because she went and pressed the button for yuck for the first time. And I hadn't even modeled pressing that button in forever forever and not in I mean though I'd been verbalizing yuck when I help her with her tail it's not something I had pressed I had never pressed that button in context with helping her with her tail I hadn't been modeling pressing the button at all but she pressed it and I was like oh my gosh I'm so dumb this is what you need um oh my gosh I'm so sorry and so I pressed tail yuck yes and I pressed those three buttons and then I went to help her with her tail. And yes, her tail did need some significant help. Uh, two very big locks of hair needed uh, to be removed. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, what a good girl for asking. Thank you so much and for asking. And I was just, I was almost in tears because she, she did that. She communicated. That wasn't something that she memorized or wasn't random. It was just as clear as a, a brick to the head that, hey, human, why don't you understand I'm speaking to you in my native language and you're not getting it? Okay, fine. I guess I'll push a button and maybe you'll get it now. And I did. And this is why I have the buttons. It is super, super awesome. On to the social media topic. I've hit a bit of a viral streak on TikTok because one of my videos has over 3 million views, which is pretty exciting, and I've more than doubled my number of followers, and so that's all very rewarding, I guess. Um, if you like the sort of little happy faces and dopamine on a tiny phone screen, which, you know, I have a human brain with neurons, I get some reinforcement from that to be sure. But one thing that I'm interested in now, as I have some additional popularity on TikTok, and as I got a message from TikTok, it was actually just before this viral thing happened, um, where I now have access to 10-minute videos. So I had been making all of these plans to start a YouTube channel and to start a really more in-depth how-to series on YouTube, but now I'm thinking, well, I have zero followers on YouTube. I don't even have a video posted yet on my channel. It's it's just totally naked. So now that I have 10 minute videos on TikTok, I might as well post my video series on TikTok, right? So that is something I threw out there in the comment on my viral video and asked if some people would be interested. 
and I do have eh, at least double digits of interest. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look over the YouTube scripts that I've written. I think I have four or five of them all written down and kind of spiffy them up a little bit and add some energy maybe and put those in as TikTok videos because a lot of people really seem interested in ways that they can use communication buttons with their animals. And that's really my my first mission is, of course, having this relationship with my horse is pretty amazing. But why I'm doing this part of it, having a podcast, posting videos, I want to share it with people and I want to, you know, maybe normalize another layer of communication with our furry animals. I'm not saying that they are all going to be, you know, speaking in sentences and writing novels or any of, of, of that, but even just to a point where they could maybe report pain or be able to convey an abstract thought on occasion would be really powerful and important. And I think if they're capable of it, that we actually have a responsibility to give them access to it. So that is why I am putting this out there and why I think I'm going to move forward in putting my how-to series for Words with Horses on TikTok. So that's what I'm going to do. And then if you're curious about the viral video I posted, it was super short. I think it's the shortest video that I have put on there. Um, Is that a coincidence? Uh, Probably not. TikTok's a super short form platform, um, which means as I'm putting longer videos on there, I might have to put on a disclaimer. It's like, hey, this is one of my longer how-to videos. If that's not why you follow me, it's okay to skip this one. I won't be offended. So I'm probably going to have to put a disclaimer because TikTok just really leads to the short attention span, which is fine. Sometimes, some days, there are some periods of my day when I just want some short attention span dopamine hits. And as long as I'm not uh, consuming large swaths of my day with that kind of thing, I think it's perfectly fine. So... My video that went viral that has over 3 million views and it doesn't look like it's slowing down just yet is just a really short and sweet video where Lyra was feeling kind of itchy. We were done doing the little training pieces and I invited her to walk into the shed with me and I asked her actually if she wanted scritches. Usually I kind of do a prompt and she very frequently chooses a word that's different from my prompt, which I always... I appreciate. I'm totally down with that. So this time she said she pushed hug. And then I was like, okay, sure. And I kind of backed away because I had my, my phone up and running. So I thought, why not? I'll have her walk in toward the camera to give me a hug. And she likes to do that anyway, because then she likes to leave the shed after pushing a button. She just doesn't like hanging in there very much, which is too bad because that's the only place where the buttons are safe from the weather. But that's where we're at. So she walked up to me and she nickered as I kind of walked walked out and opened my arms for a hug and she nickers as she walked toward me and you can hear it on the video it's really sweet and then of course she gives me one of her classic hugs where she wraps her neck around me and then of course I give her the classic treat that I give her when she hugs me I don't give her treats for all of the buttons it's like one of the one of the more frequently asked questions in my TikTok comments is, oh, is she just doing it for the food? She's just doing it for the food. Do you give her a treat for every button? And well, the answer is no, I don't give her a treat for every button. And of course, as you just heard in the story I just told about her pressing yuck, she did not do that for a treat. 
She did that because she had a problem she needed some help with. She was uncomfortable. So there are several times when she's pressed buttons that had nothing to do with food. I do give her one high value treat when she does hugs because that's how I trained her to give hugs. And it would just seem kind of rude in a way to all of a sudden say, well, no, because you pushed a button and asked for it, I'm not going to give you the treat this time. Now, I will say, could I probably back it off or go variable reinforcement, maybe not give her a treat every time for the hug? I totally could. And I have actually, when I don't have treats on me, she's kind of came in for a hug once or twice. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll give you a hug. But I, I made sure she knows ahead of time that I don't have treats. I just, I hate violating expectations. I have this very deep visceral reaction to violating anyone's expectations ever. I'm like the worst liar on planet Earth. So if you think that, you know, this is all a sham or whatever, um, that I'm not really communicating with my horse, that's all well and fine. But if that is really the case, I am, I am the bigger fool of all because I believe this. I don't, I just, I don't like violating expectations. I don't like lying. I don't like setting people up to think one thing and then I unleash something different. And that goes for my pets too. And that's gone for my my daughter, my husband, everybody in my life. At work, I have to communicate very clearly, very important messages to hundreds of people. And I always try my damnedest to give people the information they need to manage expectations, to make it really clear what's important or what they can expect from me, what I'm bringing to the table. So I feel the exact same way about what I do with my horse. And that's why I don't typically deny treats if I've started giving them. And if I'm not going to give a treat, yeah, I could totally set up my camera and be like, okay, and give Lyra the signal. I kind of, so I give her a signal when I don't have treats. So I have my hands that are open. I'm like, hey, there's nothing in my hands. And I kind of gently put them up near each nostril. So one hand up near each nostril. I don't like grab her face or anything. Just so that she can see and smell that my hands are empty. And I say, and then I hold them out to the sides. And then I say, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing, which probably just sounds like one word to her. Doesn't actually mean much probably, except it's this, this sound I say when I have no treats. And then she knows. She knows, okay, I'm not going to get anything here. But that doesn't mean that she stops um, following my instructions or following my cues. She doesn't stop offering behavior entirely. Sometimes we'll still do things. She'll still do the play game where she lifts the leg that I lift. If I tell her I have nothing and then ask if I can give her a hug, she can be totally down with that. So it's not the, the end of the world, and it's not like she's only doing things for treats. So now that I have a significant following on TikTok, I probably need to post like a frequently asked questions video and have that pinned to the top of my profile. So that's probably my next social media project. One of the next videos I'll put up is that frequently asked questions video, and that will be helpful. Not that I, I don't expect it to actually prevent people from stumbling across my videos and asking all the same questions over and over again, but I will feel good that I have it there. And who knows, maybe if I have enough people following me, they can start helping me answer these questions because 
I've hit saturation and I used to be in a place where I could like and reply to every comment and that ship has sailed. That's not going to be happening at this rate if this rate continues. So that's where I'm at and that's about it. It's not like I've found going viral to suddenly lead to any kind of uh, monetary result or any kind of offline or real-world fame in any way, shape, or form, but it is kind of fun and pleasant for now. Hopefully it stays on the lighthearted and pleasant side of things, because some people kind of, some, I was like, eh, is it really good to go viral? I could see there are downsides. I've read Christina Hunger's book. I can see how it'd be super stressful to be hounded by a lot of people, to have people find your phone number or where you live and that kind of stuff. But I live in the middle of nowhere, and it's pretty chill, and I don't have too many worries at this point in time. So that's it for this episode of Words with Horses. You can find me, reach me, wordswithhorses at gmail.com. My TikTok is SheHorse, and my Instagram is LiraLearns, and my link tree is Words with Horses, which ties it all together. That's it for now, and I am not going to guarantee I will post another podcast soon, but I just had to because this totally exciting thing with the yuck button, I just I just keep playing it over and over again in my head about what a clear um, effort of communication this was for Lyra and how much I'm celebrating it because it leads to one of my goals of... Uh, using the buttons so that our furry friends can express pain or discomfort. And so that's really exciting to me. And that's it. Farewell.